0: killed, I'm gonna make this place your home.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren, your host, and I'm here with Brenda Wiley with Howard Hannah Rand Realty. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I didn't say that I was a uh, part of Howard Hannah Rand Realty, but I am indeed. And this is WTVQ, radio worth listening to. And we're on The Real Real Estate Show. So what's been going on with you, Brenda? I have been busy. I've had back-to-back closings, all the Woo! work
2: that's been uh, keeping me run- running around the last uh you know a couple of months things are finally getting to the closing table so that's exciting oh, i've
1: had that's very exciting and closings, closings are always exciting
2: yeah it's been it's been pretty steady which is great so i have to keep pipelining
1: <laughs> yeah that's the thing with this business it's like you you have one closing but you can't you can't stop you got to keep going keep can't going stop. because every every day it's like for the next three months, you know, because mm-hmm. it takes about that long to, to get to a closing and we only get paid when we go to closing. mundo. <laughs> and by the way, um, happy Columbus Day to everybody out there or happy Indigenous Peoples Day. I know we're calling it both things these days, right? So, you know, just if it's a day off for you, I hope that you're enjoying it and having a great, uh, gonna have a great time today. But um, so yeah, I've been um, somewhat busy myself We, uh, I have uh, something going into contract that was a listing that like had multiple offers on it and, you know, just crazy because it's still like, that. I think it's quieting down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We'll talk about the market, but you know, it depends on the price point that you're in what what we, you know, whether or not you're going to have multiple offers on it or not. So, um, I uh, did an appraisal this week, which... Actually came back really fast. They seem to be getting a little bit better in yeah, terms of response it was, time. Yeah. It was on. um We had we did it on Monday morning, and I already have it back this Monday. Yeah, just this oh my god I already had it back. Like that's last incredible. Night. So yeah, and it that's, it, it, that's it was great. good. So there was no issue with the appraisal. It a house in uh, in Newburg, small house in Newburg. Um, person I've been working with with. From before the pandemic started, like we've been working together for a long time and she finally found a house. So, um I'm excited for her. That's and, great. Yeah. Persistence. Yes, yeah, she's <laughs> a, a young woman and buying a house on her own and uh, you know, she's great girl and I'm glad that she is, you know, getting she's getting this house and it's actually next door to somebody that we both know. <laughs> Which wow, really talk weird. about uh, Six really Degrees weird. in Newburgh. Well, yeah. it's funny because what happened was I was ref- she was referred to me by my friend and the house next door to my friend came on the market. Oh.
2: And that's what
1: she's, she ended up buying. Interesting. And it was a multiple offer situation too. We went in very aggressively and we sort of knew some um, things that the, the seller was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to rent back to them for a couple of months and that was really what put us over the edge why we ended up getting the property. So it it's just to show that it's not always just the money. It's also oh, yeah. part of the uh, the terms of the um the terms are of the offer A 100%. And in this particular case, you know, the person knew that they needed some extra time and that was part of, you know, what made it made our offer um, you know, appealing appealing yeah. to them. Right. That's so great. it was it that was that was good. And uh I'm working still with people that are afraid to come here. Um, What do you mean
2: afraid to come here? (laughs) Help me understand.
1: They're afraid to come here because of the pandemic. So I do, I've been doing so many virtual showings with these people um, and they, you know. Where are they based? In the city. They're in New York City. Huh. In Manhattan. And she doesn't have a car. So. Oh, so the mask, mass commuting, mass transit yeah, yeah. No, so I understand that's that's
2: understandable. yeah,
1: I mean she would have to rent a car really yeah. to get here. It's a production. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you know it's been what we've been doing is anytime a house that it, you know fits her description and you know something that she seems to like, then I will go through it with her and you know it's hard. like i I find that very difficult for myself. I, I don't know that I would be able to do that. and um you know it's it's not it's certainly not the easiest thing. But anyway, um, so what else have you been doing
2: besides Uh, going
1: to closing and collecting money?
2: (laughs) I've been actually reaching out to um, anybody that I had a transaction with in the last 12 months just to touch base and, you know, see how things are going, how they're doing, whether they purchased a house or, or listed a house with me and, um, was able to get a couple of referrals out of that. So I'm really excited about that. After this, I have a a listing consultation, which I'm looking forward to all by just picking up the phone. And, you know, like we talked about pipelining and, you know, sometimes you get so caught up in the moment that, you know, you have, it's really important. You have to be thinking about what's next, you know? Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. So, it's, uh, it's definitely um, a, a career that we've chosen that you have to keep on top of it all the time. No yeah, one's handing, you, nobody's mean, handing this to you. Oh no, no. You know, you have to make it happen. Uh, to this morning, we were all, um, or I'm sorry, it was actually last week. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we went to a, um, a company meeting and we talked about um, the new, you know, we were, became Howard Hanna Rand Realty during the whole this whole pandemic. Anniversary. So it's our anniversary, and they talked about a what was it called? The uh, the thing in Las Vegas that we're gonna have? Hannacon.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of like Comic Con, but
1: not <laughs> but for realtors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's for the crazy real estate. <laughs> oh my God! Um, so you know, it's. Uh, it was an interesting um, whole meeting that we had because, you know, Joe Rand is such a great speaker, and he's talking mm-hmm. about you know things that we can do to help make experiences for our buyers and sellers. Easier. And I think that's really what's important in this mm-hmm. business is doing mm-hmm. that. Because if you don't, um, you're not going to keep the, those customers. And like you said, you're reaching out to people that you've worked with before and they're, they're not going to buy another house now, right? You know, they're well, just reaching out
2: to them. Well, interesting because um, one woman that I sold a house to, I met her daughter in the process. And she is now thinking the daughter has a big job opportunity, I think, in Florida or the Carolinas. So now if one of them goes, they're both going to go. So I'm doing a market analysis. And I literally just sold uh, the mother's house, I don't know, six months ago. She redid the entire inside. It was a cash deal. So I do she bought the house. I, she, the, 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 mom bought the house so and, that she could
1: be close. So she
2: could be close to her daughter and the grandchildren. So she's been there for six months. Um, anyway, fast forward, I, in, in, in doing one of my follow-up calls, she said, you know, Brenda, we're thinking about this and that, and I, I don't like to be pushy. And she said, you know, I'd love for you to come by and see what I did. And maybe you can get some data for Alicia's house too, because if I'm going, if she's going, I'm going. So this could be a twofer, <laughs> and Alicia lives
1: locally. Alicia as well. is
2: in Rockland in uh, in um, Okay, and the other house
1: is uh, like in the Tuxedo. Okay, wow. Yeah. Well, see, that's just it, and and we we do a thing called Realtor for Life. Um, any of you that know us, that's sort of like our motto, kind of like mm-hmm. we're your Realtor for life. Like if you ever have a question about anything. Uh, regarding real estate you can still reach out to us it's not like we're trying to necessarily sell you on something it just we're trying to help we want to be there for the community because i think that's really what's important oh, yeah. because you know we we live in the, this community just mm-hmm. like everybody else does and i think that it's important for um for us to be part of that
2: yeah and and to also see the value you know what i mean it's not just a one and done transaction it really is a
1: relationship building um you know mm-hmm. which is which is nice yeah. i mean most of the the business that i get is referral referrals it's referral business at yeah. this point in my career i don't don't really get too much new because i don't do a lot of on time and that sort of thing but a, a lot of it is um is referral and i'm very grateful to all those people that refer me out there um, so I guess we're sort of uh, uh, ready for our first break and we will return in just a few minutes and uh, we'll talk about, what are we going to talk about? I events, okay. upcoming events. Oh yeah,
2: upcoming events. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, i focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekonig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m.
0: Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit pillartopost.com to backslash David Wilner.
2: Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling, I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams.
0: This is Jay Westerveld inviting you to tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for Tales and Trails, where I'll share many journeys and stories from my global travels and from your neighborhood right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought right here on Radio Worth Listening To. (laughs) I'm gonna make this place your
2: home. And we're back. This is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hannah
1: Rand Realty. And I am with Grace Warren of Howard Hannah Rand Realty. And this is the real real estate show that you are listening to on Columbus Day. Um Monday, Monday. So yeah, <laughs> I I I was actually at a wedding this weekend. How was that? It was, it was wonderful. My nephew got married to a local girl from here, but our, the wedding is in Cooperstown or was in Cooperstown and uh, the, you know, my new niece-in-law is from Warwick Oh, I'm actually going to give a shout out to her mother because she might be listening and she's from Warwick. It's Brenda Falls, our receiver of taxes. She has my
2: name. So that's great.
1: (laughs) love it and my my nephew nicholas larusso is now the um husband of amanda falls so i'm really happy to uh to say that it was a beautiful wedding
2: congrats to the couple
1: thank you (laughs) thank you very much so uh greenwood lake is having festival yeah that you know a little bit about cause I,
2: you're from greenwood lake i am i am and i'm super excited about this also because our brokerage our office in warwick howard hannah rand realty we are going to be um, one of the sponsors uh, at the event it's the greenwood lake october Fest, mm-hmm. which will be held uh, over by the elks and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a weekend long um, extravaganza starting on Friday, the 15th. It wraps up on Sunday. And Friday is really going to be awesome for people that want to come by.
1: It is family day. So it's free entry. So which what, is great. So mm-hmm. just before we even go into that, yeah. I, what is what is this? What's it really about? Like what what's happening? Is there going to be like booths there? Is there going to be like rides there? Is there going to be? Yes, there's going to be. What's going to be happening? A carnival. There's going to oh, be there is. games and
2: prizes be? all in that section by Chestnut and Vine Street. You know where the uh, dog park is? Sort of like in that back area behind oh, the Oh, by Elks. the
1: school sort of?
2: I mean, they're essentially taking over that whole area I mean, okay you've got to have room for you know the vendors there's going to be food and drink. where the and, skate
1: park is going to
2: is that the same yeah area? kind of kind of back there like if you're if you're looking at cvs uh-huh. to the left and you go down like elk's drive then okay. there's vine and chestnut it's going to wrap around but um they're expecting a very big so it's like turnout. a street festival yeah yeah, oh. all all weekend long. Food, drinks, carnival, games, prizes. Yay.
1: Is this the first time they're doing this?
2: I from what I heard years ago there used to be just so many events and you know restaurants and bars would have lodging and so yeah. it's it's nice to see things happening again, you know, exciting yeah. things. I
1: think I've been saying this for since we've started on this show that Greenwood Lake was having a renaissance and a, a change. Yeah. And it's really becoming apparent now. It's
2: amazing. I mean, from when I purchased my home in March twenty seventeen to now, you know, just to see um, you know, the, the cafes and the retail, you know, the yoga studios, the crystal shops, the art galleries, like just a really exciting. We talked a couple of weeks ago about lake effect. Um, you know, really for an opportunity for locals and also tourists to get to see all the splendors of Greenwood Lake. It's not just a summer, it's a year
1: round. It's lovely. I mean, there's a winter festival too. Winter festival
2: down at the beach and um,
1: just lots of things happening. So, yeah. And it's nice because everybody can participate in this. You don't have to live in the village of Greenwood Lake. I mean, this is for everybody. Anybody that lives in Warwick can easily get to Greenwood Lake. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wonder... um, How's the traffic been over there with um with the like the Renaissance Fair and all that and, and the apple picking has have you noticed because you There's, live there
2: you know it's it's interesting I think unless if you've been here before like if you're coming from the city or if you're coming from like further upstate you know you kind of figure out which way not to go right <laughs> you know my one of my brothers lives has lives in Warwick and you know I'm obviously in the lake so I'm like oh, I'm not gonna go that way or maybe I'll avoid the traffic. You know, I had friends and they were like, can we go to Penning's? I'm like, well, we can, but let's go at this time on this day. You know what I mean? You have to try to coordinate it. Yeah, but if
1: you're local, you know you don't go during you know, Saturday exactly. afternoon or Sunday afternoon on, on in the fall.
2: Yeah, well, it cracks me up because there's a Facebook group um, about traffic. It's like the Mount Peter... Is there? I didn't yeah, even know uh, that. And of course, What's you know. What's
1: the Facebook group? Maybe
2: people want to join it's, that. <laughs> it's it, it's the road conditions. I, you'd have to search. Just do Mount Peter road conditions. But it's also uh, the mountain heading from Warwick. Well, that's Mount Peter. But then also 17 over by the Renfair. fair So, so it, like Sterling Forest? It's Sterling Forest. So it cracks me up because people will take photos of like, oh, I can't believe the... Tra-. It's like, guys the Renaissance festival (laughs) has been going on forever. Like newsflash. I don't remember when it wasn't going on. It's going (laughs) to be
1: bumper to bumper. It's one road in and one road out. And they only do it for what, six weeks? Yeah. So
2: like plan accordingly. Is it six weeks or is it more than that? Well, it used to stop right around, I want to say Labor Day because they used to turn over and do the
1: Halloween haunted house. They're not doing that now
2: though, right? Something happened maybe a few years ago and that, that changed. Um, so th- two years ago there was nothing. And then obviously last year there was, was nothing, nothing. Right. Um, so the Ren Fair they've kind of tweaked the dates mm-hmm. a bit. And I think it just, I think it just wrapped or it's, did it wrap up last weekend or
1: early October? I don't, I, I'm yeah. not sure I I'm, I haven't, I didn't go. Well, I
2: get, I get a lot of the Airbnb gas. <laughs> it kind of scares me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, listen, it's a fun thing. You know, parking is, is always a nightmare, but coming, you know, from over for Greenwood Lake,
1: it's. A it's a piece close. of cake because I'm going the opposite direction, you know? I, yeah, you, you know. yeah. So, all right, back to the festival. So yes. Friday night is family night. Family night. So what's what's so special about family night?
2: Well, I think it's opportunity. It's, you know, free entry. So for people oh, that just want to live here. That just in general, it's free oh, entry. Okay. And um, you can get a wristband, I think it's $20 and that's unlimited um, games and really enjoy the carnival um, and rides and things like that. So, I mean, that's for people
1: kind of, with uh, children, that's yeah. It's
2: you know. just a family night because, you know, there's, there's going to be different crowds, different times of the day. So I, I think it's just a good opportunity if you want to avoid, you know, a different type of scene, you want to bring your kids and, and go for free. And if you decide you want to have unlimited carnival rides, then get the wristband.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I'm, a, you're not involved in like the, um, who who's sponsoring this? Like who? who oh, put I'm it not. Together? Yeah, no, I'm not involved in any of Do that. Do you know who did? Yeah,
2: it's uh, Festival Works. Uh, actually, for anybody that wants um, information, actually, you can check it out. Um, it's www.gwloctoberfest.com. That's the website. Um, for anyone that's interested in being a vendor or sponsoring or just questions in general. I wonder
1: if they'll still allow vendors at this point. What weekend um, is it again?
2: What's the date? It's it's this coming weekend. So oh, oh. Uh, the 15th through Sunday, it's all weekend. Um, Friday is, I think, 5 to 11. Saturday is all day, all night. And then Sunday, I believe, is 10 to 6. Um, but, ha- you know, like I said, we'll have a booth there. So I hope hope people will stop
1: by and say, hello, Brenda. <laughs> yeah, you should, you you know, if you're in the area, definitely stop by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's what time are you going to to be there do you i'm gonna be filtering in and out all weekend there's a lot of agents yeah. that will will be there yes so what what's the theme for saturday um, is there a theme not really
2: no? a theme no but there is going to be live
1: music so jimmy stir will be performing oh, on of on Saturdays and, and around that love 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 grammy award-winning jimmy stir yes at what time is he going to be there? it's going
2: to be five o'clock on saturday october 16th Um, so that is something to look forward to. And I think they're going to be broadcasting that, um, on, on a serious channel. So, oh, really? Yeah. Lots, lots of things happening.
1: You know, it's, it's Uh, exciting. What other music? Is there any other music that's going to be there?
2: I don't know if there's any like headliners, but you know, there's definitely going to be no shortage of fun and activities for. And is
1: Sunday, is there anything special happening Sunday? Sundays from 10 to six, um, nothing Nothing featured. So mm. there's a lot of vendors sort of like the Apple Fest. Is that sort of what this is like mimicking? Only on a smaller scale, I'm, I'm assuming, just because it's a new thing.
2: Yeah, but maybe like, with a little bit of a, a German flair. You okay. Know. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, we're I get think some, actually uh, I mean, it should be not worsts interesting. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of so maybe. like wearing some some, you know, fun. German garb, perhaps, you know, oh, that I, would I, be might, fun. I might be in full dress, <laughs> you know, and I might, I might have a little Howard Hannah green
1: cap on my head, but you know, oh I don't know. God. I listen. I, when I go in, I go all in. <laughs> we just had that wonderful party at uh, one of our associates. We had our own little October. So nice. That was so nice. Right. On the lake. One yep, of the beautiful uh, um, Lucy who works with us, uh, invited us all over there. Right. And it was, it was a beautiful night, little chilly, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We all had sweaters and it was really, really nice but um yeah so that's the Greenwood Lake hot spot so what you're doing something else over there at Greenwood Lake too you want Oh to, yeah to that so up?
2: this is you know I've mentioned this to you guys before um for the ferals uh, so there's a large um you know cat population um really all you know, there's there's no shortage of outdoor cats and homeless cats, whether they're strays or they're feral. Not just in Greenwood Lake. Not just in Greenwood Lake. And, and you know, a lot of people don't necessarily understand, you know, the concept of, you know, what TNR is and what is involved with, you know, humanely trapping um, these cats and, and getting them vaccinated and um, neutering and spaying. And, and really with the goal of, you know, threefold, one, reducing the population of these cats and you know, helping to reduce um, disease and illness and, you know, the unnecessary, uh, you know, kittens being born and unfortunately, you know, dying or wildlife coming down from the mountains. So it's, it really is this cycle. And um, so myself and in, in conjunction with Warwick Valley Humane and um, uh, Joni, one of the animal control officers, we've worked very closely for the ferals um, in Greenwood Lake and throughout Warwick, um, trapping, humanely trapping these cats. And then, you know, getting them fixed and up to date on their shots and then releasing them back. Um, You know, once they've been back and they're wild, this is their home. This is what they're accustomed to. Um, But the goal is really to have a clean colony, if you will, and people can still feed them, but at least um, they're not reproducing. They're not reproducing and really reducing, you know, that, that population because uh, this is a really huge, how many cats
1: have have you caught?
2: Oh, gosh. Well, uh, in conjunction with Joni, I would say over 200. I mean, just 200 cats, people
1: just in Greenwood. Yeah, don't um, let your cats if you have a cat neuter them.
2: Yeah, and I mean, listen, if you you are going to have them out, you know, I'm not into judging or casting shame, but like, if your cat is an indoor outdoor cat, you know, just make sure that they have a breakaway collar, make sure they've got identification because, you know, when you're in the throes of trapping and it's dusk and a a cat gets in the trap, maybe they're a friendly, maybe they belong to you, you know, we certainly don't want to scoop them up, but we can tell pretty quickly if they're ear tipped or if they have a collar or you know, if they, it looks like they've been out for a while, um, but it really is important to be mindful of that, and especially as the weather starts to get cold. You know, it's it's a rough life for these cats. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have to find a like a, if they're impregnated and they have to find a place to have their little their kittens, babies. They gotta find a spot. Mm, and it could safe. be it could be in your yard. <laughs> Yeah, under your shed, under your deck, they'll find wherever they can because mm-hmm. they have to. They have to take care of their babies, and it's it's kind of it's sad. And the, there is not a, an issue with dogs like that at all. It's just really the cats. It's right? the
2: yeah. I mean, I I think. You know the cat. It's just it's just such a vicious cycle. You know what I mean. Uh, you can have litters of you know four to eight nine kittens at a clip. You know and how
1: and often can a, a cat? They can
2: have several litters throughout the year. Through year. Yeah. So um. So anyway, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's something that you know I'm a full throttle committed to, and um you know
1: looking forward to it. And we're yeah. Well, the other day when you uh, we were you and I were on the phone, I heard you. You were giving a kitten to somebody that had just been neutered. I don't know where, I don't remember exactly what you were <laughs> oh, doing. Oh, I'm constantly I'm like, running around, yeah. <laughs> someone was picking up a kitten, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, she's got a kitten right now. Cute little kitty. Um, I, I've never, I have never myself owned a cat. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know that much about them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to say, but I can see how what you're doing is really a great thing. It's so making a difference. It yeah. is. So we're going to take another break. And then when we come back, we're actually gonna talk about the real estate market. Yes, <laughs> we not really awesome. too much of that. And <laughs> <Even laughs> this is a real estate show, so. All right, we'll be right back. Hi, this is, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together.
0: O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is your favorite assemblyman, Carl Bravedic. And your state senator, Mike Martucci. And we are teaming up for the Friday Roundtable, where we'll be talking about what's happening in Albany. That's every Friday at 9 a.m. on on Radio Worth worth listening Listening To. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here, playing the best music.
2: W-T-B-Q, GHT Weather.
0: Cloudy skies this morning and a few breaks of sun as we go through the afternoon. Still the risk of some drizzle or shower and our highs up to near 70. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies into the lower 50s and there's still some drizzle or shower. Tomorrow, clouds and some sunshine mixing in with a high in the upper 60s to around 70. Fair to partly cloudy skies tomorrow night in the mid-50s. And
1: on Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be warmer. Highs into the low and mid-70s. I'm
0: WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. W-T-B-Q. I'm gonna make this place your
1: home. Welcome back. We are here again with The Real Real Estate Show, and this is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm here with... Randa Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about the market and what's going on with the market, right? What, you know, there's so many things going on with the market. So many things. So many things are the same. Some things have changed, but mostly the same. Um, I can give you a little bit of what's active and, and you know some statistics because I always like to give that to people. Right now in Orange County, there are 991 homes that are available for sale it's in the county. Town of Warwick has 133 homes available for sale right now. that includes Greenwood Lake in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, pending in the county is 1024 and pending in Warwick is 105 uh, tom temporarily off the market which means that they have an accepted offer on them and they're not showing it anymore because they probably had multiple offers mm-hmm. and the there's 311 of those in the county and 33 in the town of warwick and in the past 30 days in orange county 368 homes have closed and in warwick 54 have closed so when we look at those numbers Um, we have about in the County, about a three month inventory sounds about right. So that is still a, um, uh, seller's market. And then in Warwick, we have about two and a half months Mm. of inventory. So an even market is about six months. I know we say this over and over again, but it's, it's, it's true. And, um, you know, so that's, that's where we're at with that and, what do you think is, what do you think, what do you think is happening? Oh, uh, gosh, I, uh,
2: you know, I always like to have conversations with, um, you know, with buyers that I'm working with and what they're seeing and what they've been kind of conditioned to. And one of the interesting trends there, um, is a, a nice couple I've been working with and they had been looking in Putnam. Mm-hmm. And in the price point, you know, the sweet spot, right? That 250 to 300 sweet spot um, where you're going to have multiple offers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the bidding wars seem kind of what we were seeing here in, you know, the Hudson Valley and in Warwick and Orange County a year ago, you know what I mean? Or even six, seven months ago where you had 20, 17, 20, 22, 25 yeah. offers. At the
1: beginning of like the spring, mm-hmm. the spring and summer, it, it was maddening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting because, you know, we're looking um, we're looking in Cornwall and we're looking a little bit in Greenwood Lake and and Warwick. And, you know, yes, there's still offers and there's still, you know, quote unquote, multiple offers, but it just doesn't seem quite as aggressive. There's not 15. There's There's not 15. Five or six. Five or six. Right. And, you know, so when he told me, you know, they lost out on two homes, I was like, well, that's kind of interesting because. Now they're just assuming that that's the case everywhere. But I, I'm curious what the driver is for one area over another, right? You know, what what is that difference? Is it the proximity to New York City? Is it that you know um, kids are now back in school and people are kind of starting to get back into office environments? Like, what what is really driving? I think the a little bit of a drop, like like we talked about, it's quieted mm-hmm. down a little bit, um, or is it that? Buyers that um, you know were hot and heavy took a break because they kept getting outbid, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of dipping their toe back in. That's what I'm seeing. I have three sets of buyers I'm working with that uh, you know they took a break and and now they're like ready to go. I mean, they're constantly texting me. What about this? What about that? This one?
1: Um, well, I think part of that, you know, the the fact that people did um, sort of take a break. There's been a lot of people that have taken a break, and that's probably why there aren't maybe. Fifteen offers anymore because some people have sort of stepped back. Yeah, um, and then, uh, but then there's still that feeling for some people that what about the interest rates? They're going to go up. They're going up. they're yeah. going up. They're going up. So they're you know those people are still like sort of kind of freaking out a little bit. And, yeah, um, one of the things that I think is driving some of this market is um, I- investors, and I, I don't necessarily mean flipper investors. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't, it doesn't make that much um, sense to uh, to to flip a home right now, simply because you um, you can't you, you can't make any money, right? The ROI is is
2: not what it was two years ago. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, you know, thank goodness that the the building materials are coming down, and I yep. think that's going to help. But mm-hmm. still, the price of properties are still up there, yep. and you know, it, it's. It, it's hard for anybody to to make any money doing that but people are, um that have cash are investing in in properties i think mm-hmm. and they're doing it because they they just need to take their money and do something with their money right because yeah. you know where else are they going to make this kind you know a profit like this or they'll be able to collect rent at some point mm-hmm. and people still need a, a place to live all these people that can't find a house need a place to live yes and the rent prices have you just oh, like they've i don't have done any it's... rentals but i was looking yesterday at the rental prices, and uh, I looked to see how many properties were in Orange County that were listed for less than $1,200 for rent. Yeah, and there was probably like not even five. There was four. Yeah, there were four. There yeah. were four. Yeah. And then I think there was 17 that were under 1600 Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Like that's... how much money do these young people that are do, you know moving out for the first time ha- have to make? To pay this kind of money you know they all have a car payment if you can if you can buy a car um mm-hmm. but it's really getting to the point where it's becoming so unaffordable that i just don't know i don't know what what what's going to happen
2: it's uh it's an interesting time i think you know especially just with the shortage of you know inventory. rentals and inventory in general and and also i think a lot of landlords that said you know what I'm done. I'm getting out. New York has cracked down on, on landlords versus tenants, you know, the, the moratorium, like all these changes happening. And I might as well list my house for sale. Cause it's the top of the market and I'm never going to, you know, I'm not going to get this for a while and I don't want to deal with these people. And so there are a lot of homes, multifamilies, um, apartments, you know, listed for sale that have tenants currently in them. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: yes. You have to make sure that they're actually paying though. Well, yes, (laughs) that is important for sure, because if they're not, and then you've sort of inherited this issue, you know, know. most attorneys are probably not going to let you let you do that. I I do have one home that we've been trying to get to closing for months. It's been literally months. Like I think the accepted offer was in May and there's still a tenant in there. Oh, I think I know this house. You probably, yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it's like, it's just been going on forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the Energizer. Is but, it the Energizer the house, funny? Well, see that the house needed quite a bit of work and uh, they had to switch mortgages because their, their original, their original uh, mortgage person or mortgage broker, mortgage company was an online mor- bank. Oh, and once they found out that the roof needed to be replaced, they were out. They dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to switch to a different lender, somebody that would do like some, like a, not a 203K because that's an FHA product. Mm-hmm. This was a, um, a conventional product, one of those, um, you know, loans that you, you for renovate, a renovation Renovation loan. loan. I can't remember what it's called. I wish Mike was here right now. Um, oh, rehab 203k renovation it, it's somebody, I know it it's a home improvement loan yeah or something a, like anyway that. Yeah. so they're borrowing the money so that they can fix the roof but then we had to have more appraisers come out and it's just been going on and on forever and ever and oh the meanwhile the tenant's still staying there and you know he's you know he doesn't want to le- leave because he can't find a place to move to well
2: where is it going to go exactly right. <laughs> you
1: know where can he go that's the problem mm-hmm. Um, so, and he's, you know, he's used to living in this two, two bedroom house and he's never going to get the same rent that he's paying there. And he is, you know, I, I don't blame him for not wanting to leave, but I think that that is, uh, that's part of what's fueling the, uh, the market. The other thing is too, and I don't know if we have so much of it here, but this whole iBuyer thing from Zillow, Mm -hmm. do you know that much about it? I've heard of it. I think you can
2: definitely speak more confidently I can't about. Can't even it. speak that confidently yeah. about it.
1: But what it is is Zillow owns this company called iBuyer, mm-hmm. and they will buy your house and then sell your house, and it's all online. Like they never—I don't think they ever send anybody even out there. They just buy buy it, give you the money, Science and you leave, and that's it. And then they resell it online. Um, so I don't know how that's going to work in this area so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I haven't really seen that. I haven't come across it, but people may be thinking about it cause they've heard about it. So that's sort of what that is. Um, and I'm not sure how it's affecting us right now, but I definitely think it's affecting other markets. Yeah. Like what, like where, you know, the, I was reading an article and they were saying like Boise, Idaho is a place where they're doing this, which I thought was really kind of strange. Cause if I, when I think of Idaho, I kind of think of like, I don't know. I think of potatoes, potatoes, <laughs> But I mean, geographically. Think think of Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know why I think that's where that movie was done, but well, the tater tots are potatoes. Yeah, just saying. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I I like to bring it back, Grace. Yeah, you're funny. (laughs) Anyway, so that's um, you know the market is is still. It's, it's still a buyer's, uh, seller's market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that hasn't changed yet. But I do think that we're seeing a bit of a slowdown mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't list your house, but I think that at some point it, it will flatten and maybe we're getting close to that
2: yeah well and one of the indicators i mentioned to you earlier and just again just my personal experience is it does seem like a trend with buyers they're getting a little bit more confidence you know they're asking for things that six months or a year ago they weren't even asking for anything, it's like, I just want are the house. Are you talking about with a home inspection? I have no contingencies. Well, you know, of course, the terms we t- we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Like waiving certain things. Yeah, um, the, like inspections. No, people in, sh- Inspections I, I for informational. I don't recommend doing that. But, you know, um, for informational purposes only, that's, you know, been coming up a lot. Um, also, the ability if buyers are able to put 25% down with a conventional loan, um you know requesting to get the appraisal waived i mean that's that is a really great
1: you know that's been happening and we have to get mike uh, back over here he was he was busy Definitely. today i couldn't get him on but that is something that um hudson united mortgage is doing that because they they're doing a lot of in-house in-house loans so mm-hmm. they're able to waive the appraisal yeah more often than not and that saves a seller a buyer money and time um, you know? yeah time it does take a lot of time like yeah. you, you know w- you order an appraisal and then I, this last one I had came it happened really fast don't know how that happened but it did and but sometimes I you know we're waiting for weeks like oh gosh. the last appraisal we did I, we were waiting for like two weeks
2: well I I had an appraisal this is interesting um in in Rockland in Pearl River and it actually came up short and knock on wood you know the it doesn't happen too often but because it took a so long for for this particular appraiser to get out there to even you know schedule the appointment but to get it back i think it was a about three and a half weeks and this is when everything was just super super backed up and we finally get it back and it came up short and i said well by the time he scheduled and came out and got the report back there were two new houses that listed on the same street for more, for more, so we challenged it, and and you know they they ended up coming back, and, and we got it. But um, so so that ha- was not FHA, was it? No, uh, conventional. They're twenty percent down, and um, you know they.
1: I was just so pleased that we challenged it. We were able to get the data. You know, so we're gonna take another uh, short break, and we'll be right back, and we'll continue this conversation, and we'll talk about some other things as well. All right.
0: Specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com.
1: Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, Branch Manager of
2: Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates, and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna, Rand Realty, home happens here.
0: Hi, this is Walt Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. at Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more, right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. W-T-B-Q. I'm gonna make this place your
1: home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, along with...
2: Brenda Wiley, Howard
1: Hanna Rand Realty. So, we were talking about appraisals when we went to break, and uh, it, it's still, um, I'm still biting my nails every time. Oh, I cringe. I mean, but they've they, been coming in, not come what? They have been, <laughs> and and even though a lot of these uh, lists, these uh, offers are over asking, mm-hmm. they're still coming in. And mm-hmm. I um, had just had a listing over in Montgomery, and I had five offers on it. And it was very interesting because I had, we we had these five offers, and my client. Picked one offer because they kind of knew who these people were from someone else that knew them, and they were asked to give um, special special consideration consideration for these people. Yeah, and they, you know, and and all the offers were pretty equal. Yeah these people actually had a little bit less money, but they were asked to give them consideration. So these people were like, Okay, we will, we're gonna choose these people. And they had offered above list price. Mm -hmm. And then, then the agent, you know, I I, I said to the agent, we've chosen you. And she's like, really, you know, that's great. That's great. I said, now understand that their, their um, inspection is going to be for informational purposes only, right? And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll let my client know that. About a half an hour later, she called me back and she said, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you because my clients are saying that they're planning on, they're planning on negotiating once they do the inspection. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> Come on. She goes, so I, they're backing out now that they know that. So they backed out. And, you know, we went on to the next person who of course was like, they did their, uh, inspection and in, like two days, it was done. Oh yeah. That's and the they, best. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, Nope, we're, we're good. We're cool with everything mm-hmm. and we're going to go to contract. But it's interesting. Like you said that there's people now thinking that they, they have more leeway, a little more pull,
2: a little more pull yeah. and, and, you know, good for you. Um, be careful. You
1: don't push too hard you know yeah, because if there are other offers yeah. you know people are going to move on to the next one right exactly and you can't blame them and uh, you know they they're not getting a ton of money over list price but they are getting some money, some over mm-hmm. and uh it's it it was kind of like I was just taken aback by this and I you know, I thought in this market, most people understood that that wasn't really the way to negotiate. But now you're saying the same thing to me that this is happening. Well,
2: and, and what's interesting too, I think just going back to being consultative and to educating as an agent, you can do the best you can explaining the what ifs. And well, we could consider this and we can talk about different strategies on what the offer would look like. At the end of the day, people are going to do what they feel they need to do. And it may not be the right or the wrong or win the bid, but um, you know, that's that's setting expectations, you know? Mm-hmm. But buyers are definitely asking for a little bit more. <laughs> Just a little bit.
1: <laughs> I guess it's human nature. You wanna feel like you're getting something. And it's sort of like, an, you know, when, I don't know if you've ever taken a negotiation course. Oh, I love the art of negotiation. So, it's always like, up. you know, um everyone has to win. It's not just yeah. like I'm going to win or yeah. you know, or I'm the loser because nobody wants to be it's the a given, loser. A give and you take. have to you have to make the other party feel like they're getting something too. Yeah. I mean, right. that's what that's what it's all about
2: really, Well, I so. also think it shows both sides like you're you're not just investing, but you're vested. In this. Do you know what I mean? Are you just buying a house just to buy a house because you can? Or are you buying a house because this is your home and you feel really good about it? And do you know what I mean? Or are you just looking to park some money and it's a second weekend getaway? It's it's different. Mm-hmm. But for sellers, you know, it's 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 very risky sometimes to make emotional decisions. And again, as a listing agent, you can only guide so much, but Highest and best, you know, it's not always the number. I was at, I was
1: glad when um, when they backed out right at I'm the sure beginning. You <laughs> it was within a few hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I was I was really glad because it was time. not the offer that I wanted them to take to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I think they have the, the right, you know, we have a backup still too. We have, you know, we had a back, back they were the people that moved into first position was the, the first backup. And now we have the second backup in the first backup position. There you go. So you know it, it's it's a strong property. I wasn't worried about it selling it sold very very oh, yeah. quick quickly yeah, but um you know so that that that's just part of what's happening now, as far as we were talking about a little bit about our meeting that we had, yes, and um you know it, Howard Hannah if for those of you that don't know we were we were um Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and then we were um we combined with Howard Hanna and now we're Howard Hanna Rand Realty and they are the largest real estate company in the state of New York i didn't really realize yeah. that i mean i know when you go out here nobody knew who Howard Hanna was right and and um, upstate New York, it's all over the place. Like I drove up there um, a, a couple of months ago, and I kept seeing all the Howard Hanna signs. I was like, Oh wow, look at this Howard <laughs> Hanna, Howard <laughs> Hanna. Oh, we have we have relatives here. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. look at it because it's a family. It really is, yeah. right? Don't you yeah. feel like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we're we're doing this new um, initiative. It's it's new to Rand. It, it's not necessarily new to Howard Hanna, where we're going to be. Um, Um, helping um, Maria Ferrara Children's Children's Hospital Hospital. because uh, the the Hannah family um, they have been donating to different children's hospitals around the country like uh, the Cleveland Clinic there's a children's Mm -hmm. hospital there and I think there was one in Pittsburgh I think it was Pittsburgh yeah and they've donated a lot of money which is great like in the like He said didn't he say a million dollars oh i think over a million yeah Yeah, over a million so now we're we're going to start including um the children's hospitals here in where we live here in orange not orange county but in new york and also in new jersey and i guess the children's hospital that's in new New jersey is the don imus is that the one i I don't know if that's the one they're going to be donating to but that is in um Hackensack. hackensack it's part of the hackensack medical center and i'm wondering if that's the one they're going to do. They didn't they, they didn't say yet, but they are going to be working in conjunction with a hospital in New Jersey as well. So that's kind of cool that they're doing that. I I feel good about that. What yeah. do you think? Oh yeah.
2: Definitely. I mean listen when it comes to anybody who needs, you know, help that's sick, but especially children, I mean that's that's huge. And for families that maybe just don't have the means or the resources. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we have a l- few minutes left and I have some fun facts about uh, Columbus day or not Columbus day, but about Columbus that you wouldn't know, normally know, like these, I might know though you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think? Oh God, you quiz <laughs> me. I feel like I'm back so, with Dave on the hot seat. Go oh ahead. my God. I Hit won't me. do that to you. So, um, <laughs> Columbus didn't actually set out to prove the earth was round. Right. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay. Uh, Forget those myths perpetuated by everyone from Washington Irving to Bugs Bunny. There was no need for Columbus to debunk the flat earthers, which, you know, are still there today from what I understand. Yes. The ancient Greeks had already done so as early as the 6th century BC. So the Greek mathematician Pythagoras surmised that the world was round. And two centuries later, Aristotle backed him up with astronomical observations. And by by 1492, most educated people knew that the planet was not shaped like a pancake, which is hilarious because there are these flat earthers now Yeah, <laughs> that say, prove it. Prove that the earth is round. Show me. Prove it. Show me how you can do that. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so another uh, fact that you may not have known is that Columbus was likely not the first European to cross the Atlantic Ocean. That distinct distinction is generally given to the Norse Viking Leif or Leif Erikson. Yes. Remember? my my rv is let leif erikson trail is it <laughs> yes <laughs> he is believed to have landed in present day newfoundland around 1000 ad almost 5 centuries before columbus set sail some historians even claim that ireland saint ireland saint brendan or other celtic people across the atlantic before erikson um, were there before Ericsson. While the United States commemorates Columbus, even though he never set foot on the North America mainland with parades and a federal holiday, Leif Erikson Day on October 9th receives little fanfare. That's very
2: sad. And poor
1: St. Brendan, my namesake.
2: You know, gotta love the Celtic. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. And then uh, three countries refused to back Columbus's voyage. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, Columbus lobbied for almost a decade to the European monarchies to bankroll his quest to discover a Western Sea to a Western Sea route to Asia. And, you know, they said, no, we're not going to give you the money until, um, you know what is it, royal advisors, advisors in Spain raised similar concerns to King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella. Turns out the naysayers were right. Columbus dramatically underestimated the Earth's circumference and the size of the oceans. Luckily for him, he ran into the uncharted Americas. So wh- I, I don't even want to like do all of these, but Where's one- Vespucci in all of this? I don't know. I have a, I, I have no <laughs> idea. The Nina and the Pinta were not actual names of two of Columbus's three ships. That I did not know. That blows me away because I still remember that song. It's in the textbooks too. Right. In 15th century Spain, ships were traditionally named after saints. Salty sailors, however, bestowed less than sacred nicknames on their vessels. Mariners dubbed one of the three ships on Columbus's 1492 voyage, the Pinta Spanish for the painted one or prostitute. Oh my Lord. The Santa Clara, meanwhile, was nicknamed the Nina in honor of its owner, Juan Nino. And although the Santa Maria is called by its official name, its nickname was la Galenja after the province of Gal- Galicia. Gale, Gale, yeah. Yeah. Am I saying that wrong? Um, well the L's are y, ye, like, Gale. Gale. yeah. Uh, is that Spanish? Cause I <laughs> yes. didn't take Spanish. I took French. I, speak I don't know Spanish. I could, <laughs> in the, which it was built. So yeah. I did not know any of that stuff. And let me see. how much time do we have left before? I, cause I don't want to, I don't want to run out of time. Um, and Columbus made four voyages to the New World. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, we're out of time with our Columbus information. <laughs> so we will see you all next week and have a great rest of the Columbus Day. And hopefully, we you'll you'll listen to us next week. Thanks so much. Take have care. Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye. Bye.